This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 742. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 742. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday if you're listening in live time. So I had to laugh as I sat down to record this because I had planned this topic a while in advance and then forgotten that this was the topic I was going to talk about today. And it kind of ended up a little ironic. And maybe this is just like the way that the universe likes to laugh in your face sometimes. So I was walking home this morning from dropping Vinny off at school. And I could not shake this like ominous, anxious feeling. And I mean, maybe that's just like the nature of a Monday. Um, It was funny because the whole walk to school, Vinny's like, I just feel so tired. And he kept like insisting that he might be getting sick. And I was like, no, dude, welcome to any given Monday. (laughs) Like That's just the nature of a Monday. So I was having this kind of like, just like heavy Monday feeling. And for no apparent reason, but I also couldn't totally shake it. And I was trying to think through like, okay, why am I feeling this way? And so I started thinking, okay, I have these projects coming up. And some of the projects, maybe I have like a little bit of self-doubt around because some of them are things I haven't done before. or They're like, you know, pushing new edges, which always makes me a little nervous. But like, ultimately nervous in a good way. But before I feel like I have like a, my head totally wrapped around the project, I will get this like, oh God, what if I can't do it feeling? So I was having a little bit of that, I think. And then 
I popped onto social media to see what the rest of the world was doing. And it was one of those days where you get on social media and you're like, oh, everyone else in the world 100% has their lives figured out. And my wee bits of self-doubt blossomed into like rapid onset comparisonitis. And this happens when we are feeling like this hint of like, I'm not doing it right, or I don't know what I'm doing, or I'm just like not feeling it today. And then we go on social and it seems like everyone else is feeling it. And you're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's just me. Obviously, it's just, it's me. Like the rest of the world knows what's up and it's just me. So I was like not feeling like my most positive self, which is honestly not it's fairly unusual for me to feel that way. Like usually I'm pretty like, let's go. I got it figured out. Like I don't need to know all the answers, but like I'm feeling like I can like figure it out, but I was just like not feeling it. So then I come to my office a little bit later, sit down to look at my content calendar and like, okay, what am I going to be recording about? And I'm like, oh, ha ha. Very funny universe. I see you. Because today we're talking about positive thinking on a day when I'm like, hmm, not really feeling much like positive thinking, not really feeling like I have any positive thoughts in my head. So here's the thing. Positive thinking is a critically important coping skill and the advantages of positive thinking can't be overstated. So we're going to dig into this today and I'm looking forward to talking about it. I will say as I was prepping my notes, I was like, okay, just prepping my notes. I'm starting to feel better. And maybe you can hear that in my voice. Like I'm feeling pretty positive, pretty up. So those of us who tout positive thinking are certainly not incapable of waking up with a case of the Mondays, though, as I did today. The power of positive thinking is that you can use it as a tool to navigate a tough moment or as a way to ground yourself every damn day, which is really, really how I have used it over the course of the last number of years. And I'll talk to you today about how to use positive thinking as a grounding tool, because I think it's so, so helpful and vital, even when you're going through hard seasons and hard phases. This can be a cornerstone of your life if you choose to make it that way. And I think that's really important. But when we look at the power of positive thinking and why it's important, I think it's important to also look at the advantages because we can find ourselves in a rut and we can find ourselves letting ourselves stay there for a little while. And so, you know, you probably like me, I'll have a child or two that like loves to have a good pity party. And I try to honor those feelings. And when I'm having it myself too, I'm like, we're going to sit in this for a minute. Like it's okay to have the hard feelings, to have the big feelings, whatever. But then you're like, okay, like at a certain point, we do need to move on with our lives. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that we deny or negate that something has been hard or sad or even like, you know, potentially really, really challenging. But it does mean that we have to take responsibility for moving forward. And if you have these tools around positive thinking in your back pocket, you can do that. And you can do it in a way that really honors like, oh, it's been a hard day or a hard moment or a hard season. And also, I'm unwilling to sit here for too long because there's not advantages to that. In fact, there's way more advantages to being able to move forward and get myself into this more positive headspace. So this isn't like toxic positivity. This isn't overriding something being hard or messy or sticky or, you know, potentially like really disappointing or frustrating or anger inducing at all. It's really about holding that space for the both and when you decide that you want to 
do the best that you can in a situation in order to keep moving forward from a position of power and a position of hope and a position of belief that you have the power to drive the situation rather than sitting feeling like you can't do anything or you feel super stuck. So we're going to talk through in this episode how to use positive thinking as a coping skill. And I also want to talk through the five advantages of positive thinking that you can expect once you've integrated positive thinking into your life on a regular basis. And I think what's important as we look at the advantages of positive thinking is that we can recognize this so that we do get in a rut when we're in a season, because I think sometimes a moment we can be like, okay, uh, it's just a Monday. But when we're in a season, and many of us have been in these seasons in recent years where you're looking at the nature of, you know, (laughs) whatever the pandemic did to your life, like that was a season, right? And you might still be managing the repercussions. What are the advantages of being able to put yourself in a space of positive thinking so that you can navigate those longer term situations where you have to sit in hard things and hard moments. So let's start there. Let's start with the advantages of positive thinking so that I can get you like on the same page as me agreeing like this is important. And not only is this important, this is also important. It's important to you as an individual, but it's also important, I think, as something that we really support with our kids as well. This episode is supported by Nutrafol. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, you are not alone. Thinning hair is normal, but it's not openly talked about, so it can feel lonely and frustrating and sometimes even embarrassing when you're going through it yourself. Join the over one million people who are doing something about their thinning hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over one million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Oh my gosh, I am a heavy shedder, so if you are a heavy Heavy shedder, or if you are someone who's wanting to thicken your hair, I definitely want you to try out Nutrafol. I have loved using it myself, and I know multiple other people who've used it and have found great results. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. To get started, you can take their hair quiz on Nutrafol.com, which will give you a personalized health plan based on your special root causes. Nutrafol is committed to helping you identify root causes of any shedding or hair loss so that you can really start to rebuild healthy hair in a way that is customized to you. So take the first steps to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SHAMELESS. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SHAMELESS. Nutrafol.com, code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So first of all, When we talk about advantages of positive thinking, the first and probably most obvious is resiliency and grit. So if you are a person who can lean into positive thinking when things get hard, when the going gets tough, you are going to be a person who has more resiliency and has more grit about you. Now, hopefully you don't always have to be in that place of resiliency, but if you have that toolkit or if you have the tools in your toolkit to be resilient and to be gritty and nimble and and scrappy, then you are going to be a person who can navigate the world and all the bumps in a more nimble and limber way. I notice this. I love when I'm skiing to watch as I'm going up the chairlift. I watch the skiers who are a million times better than me ski down like faces of mountains. And I notice how they just absorb the bumps. Like when I hit a bump when I'm skiing, I panic, like literally. And I wish you could see it on video. And I have a couple times like when I've done this and I've had friends videotaping around me, like videotaping their kids or whatever. I'll be like, oh my God, you didn't get me in that video, did you? Because what I do is I hit a bump and then I my body freezes. So my body goes stiff and freezes. My arms go up and my legs go out. So like my whole body becomes the shape of an X, but very rid- like a big, huge, rigid X flying through the air, often landing face down. Now, that's not the way to be resilient on a mountain, right? The way to be resilient is to when you hit the bump, your knees just bend under you and you absorb the bump and you keep going. But if you panic like I do, then you don't absorb it at all. And instead you just like freeze and like your legs, like your knees go away, basically like your legs just straighten and lock and you don't absorb it at all. You fall flat on your face like and you're going to break something. You're going to get seriously hurt. Like it's not pretty. That's the opposite of being resilient, nimble, adaptable to a situation. So if you can ride the bumps and just absorb them and keep going, Think about that in terms of like a metaphor for your life. Like the bumps are coming. They're always there. Like on any given Monday, they're there, right? But you're just absorbing them. You're like bouncing along and it's cool. Like every time you bounce, you're like, okay, so I'm going to bounce here. And wow, like that was a big bump. So I'm going to take a left turn and hopefully there's not another bump over there versus like, oh my God, I'm going to make my whole entire body rigid, fall flat on my face and then like game over, right? So when we think about that positive power of positive thinking, the advantage is that resiliency that we can absorb the bumps 
the literal and figurative bumps in our life and keep moving forward or make a pivot and be like, okay, well, that didn't work out. I'm just going to take a left turn. And a left turn might be even better than where I was already headed. Like we have that resiliency about us that allows us to keep going and not get stuck and not put too much weight into anything, not feel like there's things we can't overcome because we recognize our power in any given moment that like, okay, sure, like stick your pole in the snow, make a left turn and off we go. So that resiliency and grit is going to be really, really important. When you can tap into that on a regular basis, you can become so much more unstoppable. Your endurance in any situation becomes much stronger, but also you are a person who can just keep going. You can ride out the hard stuff because you're not putting any significant amount of weight into anything that like unnecessarily or like in too big of a way. So I know that I'm a kind of person and I know many of my listeners too. Like if you think someone's mad at you, it's like all you can think about, right? And you freeze. You're like, I just got to figure that out. It's the only thing I can focus on. If you're someone who can not put so much weight into every little thing, like obviously if someone's mad at you and you've done something wrong, like apologize, but then move on with your day. Or someone's mad at you and you haven't done anything wrong, like they're just having a bad day, move on. So again, that like not being able to, or not needing to put so much weight into everything can allow you to use the power of positive thinking to keep moving, keep going about your day. All right, so the second advantage, the second advantage of positive thinking is more rewarding personal and professional lives. So you get to have a more rewarding personal and professional life when you can lean into positive thinking. So what that means is you are going to enter your interpersonal relationships, whether it's interpersonal relationships in the workplace, like the people that you have relationship with professionally, or in your personal life, and you're going to be able to navigate them really differently. So I want you to think about And I've used this example before, I think, but I want you to think about the Eeyores in your life. And so we all have people in our life and they're like the bah humbug people. Like you're like, hey, how's it going today? And they're like, well, even though it's like this really gorgeous sunny day, nothing's working out. And like every time you talk to them, it's like nothing is ever working out and everything's really hard and it sucks your energy, right? When you are someone who can be resilient and be positive You are going to have more magnetic energy. And I want you to think about the people in your life and the people that you spend the most time with, whether it's personally or professionally, and think about the people that are generally positive and how that energy either attracts or repels you, and then the people who aren't generally positive and how that energy attracts or repels you. It's interesting because this isn't always just even about being negative. It can also be about like people who are judgy or gossipy or like they're just it's not about being like all rainbows and sunshine it can be about not being like friendly warm welcoming inclusive all those different kinds of things right so when we can be in that space of being positive and welcoming and helping people feel good and being supportive and kind and respectful and all that, we tend to attract other people like that and you can probably think through now like the people who you enjoy spending the most time with probably have those kinds of personalities, right? Those magnetic personalities. I'm trying to think, I was just thinking of someone or talking to someone the other day about someone and we were talking about how 
they're like such a great leader. And we were talking about like, what is, why is it that this person is such a great leader? Like everyone really wants to spend time with this person. Everyone's really attracted to them. And the word that we came up with was they have this magnetic personality. They're just really vibrant. They make people feel good. They're positive to other people. They say hi to people. They smile. They always make people feel welcome. They make everyone feel like they want to spend time with them. That magnetism is a huge attribute in terms of like being positive in your interpersonal relationships, right? And so how can you be a person who is more magnetic by just being more positive and being more engaging and in ways that are authentic to you? Like, I don't mean like, you know, like start like barfing rainbows and unicorns and flowers all over the place if that's not you like it doesn't need to turn into like glitter all day every day but being positive with the people around you about the people around you on an ongoing basis on a regular basis making that part of who you are and what you do and how you interact with people in the world great examples of this is just like being friendly and welcoming to people out in your community. Like when you're at Trader Joe's, I always use Trader Joe's as an example because they're the most friendly people in the world. But when they're like, hey, what do you got going on today? That not only do you answer their question, but you ask it back. (laughs) Like you're just positive back to them. Now, I know that there's going to be days where you're like, I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like talking. I don't feel like extroverting. Totally fine. But just thinking through like, how can you And what are the advantages of, on a regular basis, being engaging, kind, respectful, inquisitive, friendly, talkative, chatty, like all those things in those relationships. You will have more rewarding personal and professional relationships when you are someone who tends to be more of a positive thinker. The third advantage of positive thinking is enhanced relationships and kindness towards others. So this is kind of an extension of that second one, but you're going to be able to build relationships in a more dynamic way. Something that I've noticed as I've built relationships, especially in entrepreneurship, is that as I've been really positive and helpful toward other people and kind toward other people in my space, that I have gotten so much joy out of connecting people and building relationships with people. And that has come back to me tenfold. Like it becomes very cyclical. So if I'm really, so an example might be, I do a pot and this happens all the time. I do a podcast interview. I love the topic. It's something that I know is going to resonate with my audience. And I immediately think like, oh, my other friend who does a podcast about something similar, they would love this topic as well. And so I say to the guest, hey, I loved this conversation. I'd love to introduce you to my other friend who has a podcast. I think that you'd be a great guest on their show. Would you mind if I set up an intro? And then I go to that friend and I say, hey, I just did this fantastic interview. Can I connect you to? Because I think this person would be a great guest on your show too. And whenever I do this, everyone is like, everyone wins. Like <laughs> I'm thinking of Laura Cathcart Robbins right now. After I interviewed Ronit Plank, actually, this has happened multiple times with Laura. Sonora Jaw is another one. So after I interviewed Sonora Jaw and Ronit Plank, I was like, oh my gosh, Laura Cathcart Robbins needs to know about you. Both times I like message Laura. I'm like, hey, Laura, I have these fantastic people I just interviewed. I think you would love both of them. And this was a number of months apart, but I ended up introducing them all. And both times, like everyone came back to me like, oh my gosh, like we love Laura and we love Roni and we love Sonora. Like everyone loved one another. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this is such a perk to my job that I get to help other people create these relationships. So because I'm wanting to be positive in my relationships. It enhances the way that I'm helpful and make connections. And that has helped me build relationships. And that comes back to me. It comes back to me when 
those people circle back and they're like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. Or they come to me and they're like, hey, I have someone for you now. Like, I want to make an introduction. So this becomes really cyclical and so rewarding and so fun. And this is really like how relationships get really well grounded. I mean, I feel like Laura Cathcart Robbins and I just like circle round and round and round, like doing each other favors. <laughs> like I'm like, no, I'm going to introduce you to this person and she's going to introduce me to that person. And, and it's really, really fun. And we've gotten to do really cool things for each other and with each other because we do so much of that. So huge enhancements of your relationships and also your desire to be kind. You're not thinking like, oh, I have to do a good gesture. You're excited to do a good gesture. You're excited to do a random act of kindness and do something for someone else that's going to make them feel good. And it's going to make you feel good at the same time. And that's been a huge, huge piece of positivity in my life, especially on a hard day. Let me tell you, and we'll get to this in a minute, but like in the middle of a hard day, go do something nice for someone else. And all of a sudden, the energy of your entire day completely shifts. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. EarnIn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So the fourth advantage of positive thinking is improved physical health, especially heart health and immunity. Now, this one was really interesting to me as I was doing a little bit of research on this because I've heard this lots of times, but I wanted to kind of have some data because I think sometimes it can be a little woo-woo to be like, just be positive and you'll have better health. Like, eh, I'd like some science on that, please. So I actually pulled up some science for you. So in the United Kingdom, researchers looked at the psychological traits of 8,000 people and found that those who were high on optimism and felt a better sense of well-being had a 30% lower risk of developing heart disease, okay? So that's significant. And then a U.S. health and retirement study on people with known stable heart disease Researchers found that the positive psychological traits seemed to lower the risk of having a heart attack significantly. These traits included optimism, which lowered the risk by 38%, a positive outlook, which lowered the rate by 32%, and having a purpose in life, which lowered the rate by 27%. So these numbers are significant. When you are a person who thinks positively, it will impact your health. Now, what is that? Why is that? It's not just like be positive and your heart's going to be healthier. It's probably because you're making a whole slew of other decisions because you're in that positive health space. So those decisions can also help you. I also think there is something to be said for, and I'm going to use immunity as an example, like believing that you're sick and actually being sick. So, you know, we all might know people who struggle with man colds or the man flu. And if you are someone who believes that you are bedridden with illness every time you get a runny nose, you probably will be bedridden with illness every time you get a runny nose. Like there is definitely can be a self-fulfilling prophecy around that. My husband had to get a shingles vaccination recently. And when he went to get it, he was like very fixated on, I've heard that you can sometimes feel bad after this happens. And sometimes like you feel kind of gross for like a week. And I was like, okay, but let's assume that's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to benefit you to be like, well, I'm probably going to feel horrible for a week. Like in no universe is that going to help you. So instead, let's assume that's not going to happen. And then if it happens, like we can have some things in place in case that happens so that like, you know, the household, the world, your world work doesn't fall apart. But let's not assume that because that happens to some people, that's what's going to happen to you. So when we're looking for those things, sometimes we're just more likely to find them, right? So that's number four. And then number five, the fifth advantage of positive thinking is decreased depression and anxiety. And now I say this with a caveat. If you are someone who struggles with clinical depression or general anxiety disorder, and I am one of those people that has general anxiety disorder, I am not at all telling you to just be positive to override depression and anxiety. That would be grossly irresponsible of me. That said, as someone who manages anxiety every single day, I know that there are certain things I can do to help me mitigate the impact of anxiety on my life every single day. 
And I also take medication. So I'm being really transparent with that. So if you are someone who struggles with depression and anxiety, obviously do what you need to do to be under the care of a medical doctor, to be on medication if that's what supports you best, to be under the care of a psychiatrist, to be in therapy. All those things are very important. And how can you have habits that keep you grounded in positive thinking routinely so that you have these tools to lean on when you wake up and it's a tough day? Because sometimes that can make all the difference. And I say that as someone who deals with this very regularly. So that's a good segue for us to get into the, like, how do you actually do this? So we're going to get into this in just a second. But know that if you are someone who struggles with depression and anxiety, if you have this toolkit of like, how can I lean into positivity when it feels like everything's in a downward spiral, that can help you sometimes. It can help turn things around. It can help you push pause on the spiral. It can reverse the spiral. It can minimally like pause it or even like give you like a little segue, like a little right turn. It might not even bring you out of it, but it's like you don't keep cascading down and that can be helpful. So let's talk about how do you do this? How do you dig into positive thinking? How do you build habits around positive thinking? What are things that you can do to make positive thinking your default more often than not. Again, not because we're trying to have toxic positivity, not because we're trying to like override or bypass things that are hard. And I'm going to be getting into this in a few weeks. I have an interview coming out with my with my new friend who I'm so excited about, my new friend um Thunmeet uh CT, and we're going to be talking about happiness and joy as it relates to like positive thinking without bypassing hard things, which will be a really, really fantastic conversation. She has a whole book coming out about this around joy and joy is justice, which is phenomenal. So this is kind of like laying the groundwork for that. So how can we do this in a way that is giving you some habits and some routines? So the first thing, and we're going to talk through four things here. So the first thing is to have built in routines to ground your positivity built-in routines, things that you do every day that ground your positivity. So for you, it might be that you get up and you read some sort of like personal development book, or you might be someone who gets up and reads the Bible, or you read a prayer book, or you read from a quote book, something like that, where you like intentionally take in something that you know is going to ground you. For you, it might be getting up and journaling. So I always joke, my good friend Jessica, she gets up and journals every morning for like 30 minutes. Now, if someone told me I had to get out of bed and journal every minute, every morning for 30 minutes, it would be like the worst thing that you could tell me to start my day. It would not leave me feeling positive. I know this because I've tried it. I tried to do it for 90 days straight. I hated it. But Jessica works really well for her. Now, for me, what grounds me is getting up and working out first thing in the morning. That is what grounds my positivity. I go do my workout. I feel on top of the world when I'm done. I'm like my anxiety. I literally feel it like evaporating out of my body as I do my workout and I feel prepared to take on my day. If Jessica had to get up every morning and do a workout, she'd be like, I don't even want to get out of bed. So we're really opposite. We know what works for us. We know what grounds us in our positive thinking and we both do what works for us. So do what works for you. Yours might be sitting down and writing down three things that you're grateful for. Yours might be doing that workout. It might be journaling. It might be meditation. It might be taking the dog for a walk around the block. It might be doing some sun salutations. It can be a million different things. It might be listening to your favorite song in the shower, whatever it is, knowing what it is though, and then making sure that you do it, like that it is routine, that you know that it's the thing that you do to start your day right. So that on those days when you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do today, you have that thing to tap into. 
The second thing that you can do is to know how and when to change your state. So as someone who's worked from home and worked independently and had my own company for many years now, like 20 years, I have had to know how and when to change my state because there's a lot of days and a lot of seasons where I can sit in isolation and just feel the walls closing in, feel things collapsing on me. And this has happened so many times, whether it's the state of the world as it relates to my business, whether it's things happening inside my business where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to go on. All sorts of things, right? When we think about motherhood, I mean, any given day in motherhood can be super overwhelming and we can get stuck in like, holy cow, like I don't know how to see outside of this. So knowing how and when to change your state is really, really critical in taking care of yourself in those moments where you feel like you cannot tap into that positivity. What does that look like? What does it mean to change your state? For me, it means getting away from the computer, like getting up from my desk and going and doing something outside of my house. It might be going and getting in the sun. It might be going and running an errand. It might be taking the dog for a walk around the block, listening to music or listening to a podcast that's about nonsense. Changing my state is vital when I feel those walls starting to close in. It might be for you music. It might be dancing. It might be movement. It might be getting up in the middle of the day. I did this a lot in the pandemic, like getting on my Peloton for like 10 minutes. It wasn't even like I'm going to go do a workout. It was literally like, I need to change my state because I am panicking. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my business, which had like so much uncertainty at a certain point in the pandemic early on, which was at the, also the same point that my child was home from school and trying to learn on Zoom. And every, I swear to God, like every three and a half minutes, I was interrupted with something as I know so many of us were. And I would get on my Peloton at like three o'clock in the afternoon and just be like, I'm not here to like get a workout because I had almost always worked out earlier that morning. I was like, I'm here to like ride into the abyss and just escape this life right now. (laughs) And I would do like 10 minute Peloton workouts and just be like, I just need to like spin my legs. But that was changing my state, especially in the pandemic when it was like, where else? Like I couldn't go to Trader Joe's. I couldn't do like the things that I would normally want to do. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to get on here, spin it out. So knowing how and when to change your state to shift your mindset is key and knowing what those things are for you. I definitely have my go-to like errands that I run, things that I do to get out of the house. And a lot of times I'm like, that isn't going to work today. Like I'll tell myself, I'm going to take Piper for a 10 minute walk and I'll be like, this isn't even going to work. And then it works. Like I go for my 10 minute walk and I come back and I'm like, "Hmm, yeah, I feel totally different now. Way, way better. It worked again. Damn it. (laughs) The next is reach out and connect with others. So when you are struggling And when you are struggling to find yourself in in getting back to a positive space or positive thinking, reaching out and connecting with others. And it doesn't need to be like a, a cry for help, although it absolutely can be. But it can also be reaching out and just saying like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Hey, wondering what happened with this. I do this all the time with friends like, hey, whatever happened with this thing? Like fill me in and just like give me a distraction from my own life. And that can be the, the impetus to kind of shift your mind for the day. Or it can be reaching out with a friend like, hey, I was just thinking about you and wanted to let you know. Or hey, I hope you're having a great day. Or hey, hope this is going well. Um, like just sending a little love note can make a big difference. And you know what you're probably going to get back? Another love note. So those kinds of things often have a reciprocal effect, which can really impact um, your day as well. And then last, the last thing that you can do 
when you are trying to shift into that more positive state is to perform a kind or meaningful gesture to someone else. And often this is like a random act of kindness and it can change everything. And I have done this so many times in so many ways where I'm like, I just need to get out of my own crap. Like I'm so sucked into it and I can't see outside of it. And I'm kind of sick of myself and I'm kind of sick of like the BS in my head. So I'm going to go do this really nice thing for someone else. And let that be a distraction for me, whether it's for someone I know or someone I don't know, like it doesn't really matter. Sometimes it's literally can be like going onto social media and commenting on someone's stuff who I don't really know. Maybe it's like commenting on a celebrity's Instagram or something to just be like, thank you for the ways that you show up in the world. I really appreciate your work. That kind of stuff makes me feel better. So it doesn't need to be like a grand gesture. It doesn't need to be doing anything huge, but it can just be like getting out of your own way a little bit to recognize other people and see other people so that you're not so stuck in your own junk. And if they see you back, then that's like another win. So those are the five advantages to positive thinking. Resilience and grit, more rewarding personal and professional relationships, enhanced relationships and kindness toward others, improved physical health, and decreased depression and anxiety. And then these are your four ways to actually dig into, lean into positive thinking, which is have your built-in routines to ground your positivity every day, know how and when to change your state when you are in a negative state of mind, reaching out and connecting with others, and performing a kind or meaningful gesture to someone else. Lots of good stuff in here save this episode, share it out with folks, of course, but also save this one because there might be a time, a day, a moment when you need to come back to it to be like, wait, what were those things that I need to do again to be more positive, to get over myself today? I want this to be your go-to episode for that. So thank you for being here. I so appreciate it. And I'm in this with you always. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings. 
who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking.